And when they sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, you will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered him, though they fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, truly, I tell you this very night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, it goes without saying that this is the day from the Psalms 118 and 24 that the Lord has made. We should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am, and I hope that you are also. Traveling Pulpit family, I was with a uh, church group called Orange this week, and it was down in Atlanta, Georgia, and we had a wonderful time at the Orange Conference 2023. You know, Orange really, the, the Orange experience, I should say, really helped me understand my purpose and my role as youth pastor at my church and how to develop stronger relationships, not just with my team at the church, but also my family at home. See, I still have a teenage daughter that I was missing connection with, and I must be totally and truthfully honest that I did not see things the way God wanted me to see things. I saw things the way I felt things needed to go based on how I was brought up. But sometimes, Traveling Pulpit family, it's how we are brought up that we transfer those generational curses from one generation to the next. And I was the same way. I was no different. So this is my public apology for allowing myself, even myself, a man of God, the truth of God's word to be sucked in to that vortex that Satan has laid out before each and every one of us to even think that we're doing right when we're doing wrong. I was not following God's plan the way I thought it should be followed. And this is my public apology to my family, to my church family, and to you. Though the word does not change, the doctrine will not change. Sin is still sin and people will pay a price for their sin because the Bible tells us that the slave to, to sin is like the, no, is those who are a slave to sin will perish. But while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us meaning that those who are a slave to sin, sin owns them. They're doing everything wrong, thinking that they're doing right. But the sinner is the repentant, crying out individual that asked the Lord to come into their heart and change them. Though that flesh will always be a part of this world, it will always cry out for 
its first love and its first love is sin. That's what that flesh does. But thanks be to the God of our father, Jesus Christ, who has sent his son into this world to save the sinners, to retrieve the lost and to get those who are in sin free from the bondage of sin. I have been like one of my most identifiable disciples in the Bible, and that is Peter. The boisterous, bold, well, saying boisterous, loud mouth, always getting his foot in his mouth, always getting it wrong, but having a heart and a passion to serve. That's my identity trait, I believe. I believe every one of us identifies with all of the disciples, even Judas Iscariot, we identify with all of them, even to Matthias. We identify with all of them, even to the inclusion of Paul. We identify with each and every one of the disciples. So what I read for you today was Matthew 26. And it shows how Jesus is telling them that you're going to deny me, all of you, because of what is about to happen to me. You're going to deny, you're going to deny me. You may have walked with me all this time. You may have seen the miracles and the things that, that, that helped uh, others believe in me, but now you're going to be tested because you're going to deny me. All of you are going to be scattered from me. You're going to not, you're going to act as if you don't know me. And Peter says, as he always does, though they will fall away, not me, not me. I'm going to be the one that's going to stand by you. And you know something, traveling pulpit family, I'd be the one to say the same thing. I would be the very one to say the same thing. But here's the, here's the thing. Action speaks louder than words. See, we can say anything to make ourselves look good. We can say anything to make our, ourselves feel good. We can say anything to make uh, others look at us in high regard. But when it comes down to the meat or the heart of the matter, people are watching the actions and actions speak louder than words. Jesus told them that after he's resurrected, he's going to meet them in Galilee, but he's already going to be there. Some translations will say uh, before the cock crows. I remember growing up hearing that from the King's James version, King James version before the cock crows. But this version, English standard says the rooster will crow. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Because Peter denied Jesus three times. We are all Peter, if you think about it. We are all boisterous. We're all bold. But we all put our foots in our mouths, don't we? Because look, look at what happened to Peter. Over in Matthew 26 and verse 69, Peter was sitting outside the courtyard and a servant girl came up to him and said, you were with Jesus, the Galilean. And look what Peter did. Everything he said he would not do, 
everything that he promised the Lord that even if he had to go to death with the Lord, look what he did. And when you look back over your life, look at the times that you made promises to the Lord and you didn't hold on to them. You didn't keep them. They fell through or something else more interesting, more interesting to you came up and you decided to go in that direction and not the direction Jesus was leading you into. You cannot get that time back when you make false promises to the Lord or you make false claims to the Lord. This is why action speaks louder than words, because a little servant girl got Peter so bold, so strong, so brash, got him shook all by saying you were also with Jesus, the Galilean. And Peter denied him. There was a man among the bystanders who said this man was with Jesus. And again, Peter denied it with an oath. He put his own oath out there. You know what that means? That means that that's an oath is like a promise. It's like a handshake. He put an oath on it this time. And then Peter did it a third time and immediately, depending on your translation, the cock crowed or the rooster crowed. And then it all came rushing back to Peter what he said to Jesus. He told Jesus, not them. If they all fall away, because I know they will fall away from you. But me, Jesus, I will never fall away from you. How many of you have made that promise to the Lord? How many of you have had that moment of pride before the fall? Because this is a prideful moment and Peter is a very proudful, prideful man. He wants his flesh to be recognized. He wants to be the one that says, I stood by Jesus when none of you would. I want the highest seat in the kingdom. At that moment, Peter was just like Lucifer when he was kicked out of heaven. He was found with pride in him. But rather than follow through on that pride and be dismissed from the presence of the most holy God, here's what Peter did. He remembered the saying of Jesus before the cock crowed, before the rooster crowed, you would deny me three times. When he remembered that traveling pulpit family, Peter cried bitterly. He cried bitterly. Have you ever made a promise to the Lord that you did not keep? And when the Lord pulled you up on it and showed you your mistake, what did you do? Did you apologize? Did you have a tearful moment of regret and repentance? Or did you just brush it off as if nothing happened and the Lord did not tell you your error? Because I'll tell you something, traveling pulpit family, if you're walking with the Lord and you make an error 
and you do not openly admit to that error before the most high God and before the brother that you stand arm in arms with. You might as well not even show up for the party. You might as well not show up for the party because pride has been found in you. That's the worst thing that can ever happen to an individual who says they they love Christ. They will serve Christ and they will die for Christ for them to turn their back on Christ. But the Bible clearly says that before the son of man returns, there will be a great falling away, which means people will turn their back on God. They will turn their face away from Jesus. They will not accept the Holy Spirit's counsel. They will turn away, which will lead to the great falling away. That's what the Bible says. But Peter, before his life ended, he had an opportunity to make up for it. Over in 2 Peter 1, beginning at 12, going down to 15, Peter says, therefore, I intended always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in them, the truth that you have. He says, I think it right as I, as long as I am in this body to stir up by way of reminder, since I know the putting off of my body will be soon as our Lord Jesus Christ made it clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. Peter remembered. He did not forget. He remembered the moment he denied Christ, but he also remembered the exact moment when Jesus forgave him and restored him to his rightful position being by his side. Peter remembered. That's why we we that's why he had the opportunity to make it right and and to receive the blessing from God. Judas Iscariot didn't have the opportunity because excuse me, you know, he went out and hung himself. He went out and 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 denied Jesus, but did not repent for the denial. But Peter had the opportunity to receive forgiveness from the Lord. In John 21, verse 15 through 19, Jesus tells Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Ten my sheep, Jesus says. Then Jesus asked him a third time. You know why Jesus asked him three times if he loved him? Because Peter denied Jesus three times that he did not know him. Jesus wanted to make it clear for Peter to understand that this call is not an easy call. That this call is a lifetime commission. That your life 
belongs to the Lord God Most High. And he says a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? This time Peter understood. I think the young people say understood the assignment. Peter finally understood where Jesus was going with it. He understood the mistake that he made and he was so grieved to the heart that he he cried before the Lord and he says, yes, you, he says, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. There is no doubt that Peter loved the Lord and the Lord told him, feed my sheep. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, You used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. Then he said this to show by what death he would be glorifying God. And after that, Jesus said to him, follow me. Do you hear the Lord telling you today, traveling pulpit family to follow him? Do you hear him calling you, not your your ear, not your eyes, but your heart, but your mind, but your soul? Do you hear him calling you? Follow me. As I said before, I once thought I was doing it the right way. Then I go to this orange conference and I find out that I wasn't doing it the right way because I wasn't doing it God's way. I was kind of doing it my way, in my feelings, in my hurt. I was hurting someone else, as was Peter in his hurt, hurting someone else. But Peter got it right with the Lord. I believe I am getting it right with the Lord and will be right with the Lord. But I'd like to know from you, Traveling Pulpit family. Are you getting it right with the Lord? Are you right with the Lord? Because the Lord wants to be right with you. The only way he can be right with you if you are right with him. He wants to give you that eternal life that he promised to us all. That where he goes, he's coming back to take us to where he is. That he is preparing a place And that he is the only way to get there. Why? Because he is the the way, the truth, and the life. The only way is through him to see the Father. The only way that you can get there is to accept him as your Lord, your Savior, your King, your Messiah, and your returning King of glory. He is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And he will help you to get it right if you invite him into your life today. Today is the day to make that decision to make the Lord of your life. If you believe in the Lord Jesus I want you to do something for me. I want you to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And I want you to believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Because when you do that, you will be saved. These aren't my words. 
These are the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through the workmanship of Paul, who is also a disciple, who made disciples, who trained others to train others to be disciples. He says in Romans 10, 9, Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for the opportunity to come and share with you what was on my heart. Um, There's a lot of healing that we have to do in this world. There is a lot of healing that we have to do in this world because there is a lot of hurt in this world. There is a lot of confusion in this world. There is a lot of hate in this world. But I will tell you this before before we wrap up. There is a lot of people who believe in their culture as being the one upon which the Lord will save and the rest he'll throw away. I want to say this to you. If your culture means more to you than Christ does, then you mean nothing to Christ at all. And one day he will tell you, depend on your culture to get you to where you want to be because it's not going to be with him. I say that because there are still people who believe black is black and white is white and Asian is Asian and, and Latino is Latino. But at that orange conference, we were all together under one roof under one father, under one creator, under one son. All of us were there together to serve together, to worship together, to cry out the name of the Lord Jesus Christ together. And it is time that we set aside this this goofiness about culture, who's better, who's this, who's that. We are all sinners. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God bless you, Traveling Pulpit family. I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope and pray that you will receive what was spoken today. Because, as you know, I am not a person who is going to be charismatic and make you feel good, make it sound good, because the truth doesn't make you feel good. The truth does not sound good. But the truth will make you free. And that is what I've been sent here to do is to make others free through being a vessel that the Lord will speak through to those who need to hear his voice, not mine, because it's not my voice. It's his voice through a chosen vessel willing to be used by him. So if that is you today, God bless you. Reach out. Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and Twitter, Traveling Pulpit Ministries. And I think that's it. So for the Traveling Pulpit Podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice telling you how much I love you. I've always said that and I've always meant that and I always will mean it. How much I love you. I don't even know you. I haven't even met you, but I love you. And one day we're going to meet and I hope to meet someone that says, hey, I heard you and I'm going to respond. You didn't hear me. You heard God speaking through me. 
I'm going to meet my brother that I've never met before who listens to the Traveling Pulpit podcast. I'm going to meet my sister who I've never met before, who's heard my voice that God uses through this podcast ministry. And we're going to have a wonderful time one day in glory. I don't know when that day is. You don't know when that day is. I don't know what time that will happen. You don't know what time it will happen. But one day we will be together. And boy, what a glorious day that will be. So for the Traveling Pulpit Podcast, I'm Vernon Sheridan, hoping that you have a wonderful day. If it is the Lord's will, we will do this again on the next Sabbath day. And as always, tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And if you must, use words. Bye for now.